You are listening to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Welcome back for episode 73 of What in Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Today we will be reviewing Clowns in the Woods from 2021 and Clown House from 1989. So since it's Tim's turn to go first. We will go with Clowns in the Woods from 2021. Take it away, Tim. So Marcus is a young man with a disability who's constantly being bullied. And he uh, he likes this one girl, but I think he kind of would like it to be more, but he's okay with just being friends with her. But her boyfriend's not having it, and they tend, him and his friends, beat him up uh, pretty bad. And apparently this is like a regular thing. He's, his kids aren't very good to him. They're college kids, and they're kind of in a small town, and it's just a bad situation you know you think about uh disabilities and the, treating people badly this is actually definitely gives you those feels in the beginning well in the end the girl plays a prank on him gets him come over they play a prank on him he runs out gets killed by a car running over by a car but this was after he when he was in the woods he got this weird book with these clowns in it like from the circus and he was looking at it just before everything happened and he got a little, little there's a clown nose like ball thing running around on his floor and some weird stuff happening and he heard some laughter in the woods. Well, after he dies, uh, he meets these clowns. And uh, they're basically telling him that they're going to help avenge him and re- uh, give revenge on everybody that attacked him. Uh, Marcus said this one neighbor, Amy, is a really nice uh, lesbian college student with a huge heart that was really friendly with him. That She's trying to figure out what's going on. She doesn't like what's happened to him. But she does some research on everything. Um, then as some of the uh, bullies start to die... In his mysterious ways, weird, quirky ways, uh, chopped off hands, chopped off heads, just beat the bludgeon to death. There's all kinds of weird, bizarre ways they're dying. And she starts to figure it out, but she can see the clowns. She sees him walk into a tent, disappears, weird crap, leaving the house after a murder. She's at a theater. Her brother, she's got a brother with her who is also Marcus's best friend. He's uh, also played by an actor with a disability. This friend is. And, uh, he um he doesn't see the clowns, but she sees the clowns, and she also sees Marcus dressed up as a clown, leaving with them. But he's not acting like himself. Well, anyhow, this goes on, and yeah, eventually all the bullies die, give away. But I'm not going to tell you how because it's actually it's entertaining to watch. I will say that. And then uh, even the landlord, who's a jerk to Marcus, winds up meeting his end, and Amy and uh, his brother wind up. Uh, figuring out what's going on, talking to people around town, doing a bunch of investigating, find out that there really were clowns at a circus that were put to death in the woods, but there was never a trial because uh, they were always trying to help out special needs. And it started as a rumor that there were pedophiles. Then they wound up uh, not only being pedophiles, and this is important, They uh, the rumors got to the point where they, uh, you know, they were actually like molesting children, whatever. That wasn't the case. They were actually doing it out of the love of their hearts because they cared about people with disabilities and people that were put down and having issues. But anyhow, the book, uh, the book's an important factor here. And then, uh, yeah, the brother winds up helping. He's kind of really skeptical about it. They wind up going into the clown tent and becoming in another realm to save save the neighbor's, uh, Amy's brother from that's in a cage because they're trying to talk him into being a clown with them, becoming a clown as well and righting the wrongs. But he's actually got an even more pure heart and refuses to join them. End of the fight. Um, the uh, brother, the special needs uh, friend, the sister, uh, Amy's brother, stays behind and stays with Marcus. Clears him up. He's no longer a clown. 
because you see him at the end going into the afterlife, whatever. And the Marcus and the Marcus's brother and Amy survive. She actually kind of acts like she might be going a little bit more um, toward Marcus's brother, like she likes him. I don't know. That was weird, but they became good friends anyway. On the phone with him, and then uh, something happens, and then there's this little thing. Well, the end? Question mark. And that's how we end. It's one of those movies I guarantee you Lando's going to say he hates the ending because it's not a true ending. But in general, hey, I'll get into it when we get into the discussing the details of uh, what we think. But I will premise the fact I do like the the thought process behind this movie a lot. But yeah, go ahead. What do you think? What do you got, Lando, for this one? Uh, well, unfortunately, Rotten Tomato didn't give it any scores. Like, there is absolutely nothing. Um, Google, same thing. I couldn't find anything on that. It did have a 35000 budget, but zero box office score anywhere. And from the looks of things, it might be a B movie. So, But uh, when it comes to my overall thoughts... It had a good story, but the acting, the poor CGI, plus there wasn't that much for blood and gore. The look of the CGI looked fake as hell, especially when the landlord is on fire, and it looks even horrible, plus his freaking screaming just sounds ridiculous to me. I did like the look of each clown, but Marcus's clown looks like straight up laughable shit. Like, he looked like clown off wish compared to the others, so I definitely did not take him seriously through the whole wood through the whole movie when it comes to the blood and gore i give it all a three gore amount was okay along with the look of the blood so it actually looked like blood basically and the gore was okay look wise and but the amount wasn't really there at all i did hope for a better outcome for dan the special needs kid but was happy to see that he did end up with marcus's spirit no longer being a clown even though this movie wasn't the best it did have potential to be much better if they would have had better actors and got rid of that terrible cgi even for a movie just a couple years ago it looked like something you'd see in the 90s so with that being said i gave this movie a three score rating what about you tim uh to start off with the uh, blood and gore thing i i was thinking the gore and the cgi was kind of a little bit cheesy so i gave that like a two I did give a three also, though, like you did for the uh, blood, because the blood actually, when you saw blood, it actually looked like real blood. I mean, it's a little combination of old school hacks of, you know, different separate body parts. I wish I'd kept with that and not put the CGI in at all, because like you said, that landlord on fire part, (laughs) that was terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. It is a low budget. It was a low budget movie on purpose. um, And they wanted uh, people who made this movie actually wanted it to be to include people with disabilities in the stories and try to, you know, add them to the horror genre because there really aren't that many of there. The premise behind that, that the, the Blair Witch feel is there a little bit. It is a little, but at the same time is, I mean, like this better than Blair Witch. So let's say something. Uh, the acting was so, so, I mean, some was really, I mean, Amy was actually pretty bad and she was in the whole thing. So, <laughs> so but the plan, the idea behind this movie like you said, had potential. This I would like to see a updated, proper, budgeted movie like this because I really believe in that. And and that actually is a lot to do with clowns. Clowns started off that way. They really were meant for you know to help those disabled or the children and people with special needs and stuff. That's part of what they were about from the very beginning, way back when they started. So to me, is like the story behind it and the feel good, you know, for good reasons, even though they are a little twisted. Yeah. I really like that part of it. 
So I actually went with a 3.5 skill rating on this one because it's more the feel. It gave me the feel I wanted. Not necessarily that it's a really great movie. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, I think that'll be it for that movie. So we'll go ahead with my movie, which again is Clown House from 1989. So basically this movie is about three brothers named uh, Casey, Jeffrey, and Randy. And basically Casey, he's the youngest. He's got a intense fear of clowns. So one night when the three boys are left home alone, they decide to visit a local circus, even with their brother's uh, fear of clowns. While at the circus, Casey visits a fortune teller and she reveals to him that his lifeline has been cut short. Meanwhile, that's happening. Three psychiatric mental patients who escape from an insane asylum murder three of the clowns and take over their makeup and costumes, basically becoming them. When the boys return home, the three mental patients follow them home. So and so, uh, basically, this movie is these three brothers getting locked up inside of a their own home with these three crazy people dressed up as clowns. Casey even attempts to call the police, but the officer thinks he's just full of it because of his fear of clowns and everything. And Randy ends up getting hurt. Uh, they end up killing each clown. Like one gets hit with a wooden plank, knocking him down a flight of storm stairs and breaking his neck. Another one gets pushed out the window to his death. The final clown, he ends up uh, dying after Jeffrey slams a hatchet into his back, killing him. And that's basically the end of the movie. I mean, it was just a movie with three kids fighting against three psychotic clowns in a house. That's basically it. So um, this one actually had Rotten Tomato scores. This one had a Rotten Tomato score of 33 with an audience score of 41. It had a Google score of the 4%. This movie had a budget of $200,000. Unfortunately, again, I couldn't find anything on a box office score. So when it came to my overall thoughts, again, with another okay movie with a good story, but could have been done a lot better if written a little bit differently somehow. Like if they weren't just in the house, but this movie is called Clown House for a reason. Uh, not really a blood and gore kind of movie, even for a late 80s movie. So I gave it a one for all that. Kind of like the clowns in this one a little bit better, especially the last one to get killed. He looked a lot scarier than the other two and a lot scarier than the other clowns in your movie Tim. so but the only thing i didn't like was the kids and the clowns were pretty much in the house the whole movie like i said so with that being said i gave this one a 3.7 skull rating what about you tim i would agree with you with the clowns they were the clowns themselves are better but even i like there was a portion of it where they're outside going to the store i really thought something was going to happen and it was like what was the point what was the whole point of that whole clip in the end he got back. He didn't even know. He's like, I think we're being followed. It's like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, like you said, everything happened in the house. Um, the audio with the mother was really, really bad. That kind of threw me off right in the beginning on it. The audio, like her audio was absolutely horrible. Like they tried to do the, all the audio in one room, but she was in another room trying to talk and they didn't bother changing the microphone. So that threw me off. But in general, the, like you said, a lot of potential here. This could have been, even in the house, could have been a really good movie. But they just worked so much on the uh, the relationship between the brothers is what they really worked on in here. 
And I did get that feel. But the clowns felt like this weird extra, like, just random, like, thing. It, I mean, it felt like the focus was on the, the wrong part of the movie for a horror movie. Uh, there wasn't any real blood and gore, like you said. It was kind of a little lame on that. Like, even the clown, first clown dies, he falls on the stairs, and he just looks like he's laying on the stairs sleeping. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, would like to see some blood. The axe was in the guy's back. There's no blood. Just axe head buried. Yeah, I could have saw more there. Had potential. That was a one skull for me as well. It was for both. It was really nothing. Uh, creepiest thing was having the fake thing hanging out in the yard. But yet, when I, th- I really thought it was the one brother at one point. I thought that they lost one. Um, in general, though, I mean, I still, I would, I'd go three and a half skull with this one as well for the final rating because it was, it had potential. It's not horrible. And the clowns, the one clown was really kind of freaking me out. The, the main clown, the one you mm-hmm. said, the last one that died. He kind of gave me the EBGB vibes more than any of the clowns in any of these, uh, any both these movies. Like that clown, if I saw him, I'd be a little nervous. So just saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So as always, if you got any movie suggestions or any suggestions, really, you can email us at whatinthehorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on our Twitter. That's whatinthehorrorpodcast, all one word. For Christ's sake, join our Discord already. I'm sick of asking. But anyways, as always, I've been Lando. And I've been Tim. And we are the fuck out of here. You were listening to What in the Horror. See you next time. <laughs>